CJSW partners with over 150 independent and locally owned businesses across Calgary and the surrounding areas. With your CJSW Friends Card, you gain access to all kinds of discounts and special offers from these participating businesses, including bars and breweries, record stores, coffee shops, cinemas, and more. Today's featured friend is Yoga Santosha, a yoga studio whose goal is to give everyone a beautiful place to connect to themselves and others. Experience their fun, welcoming, and supportive community, a place where you can begin your yoga practice or nurture and grow your existing one. With a range of styles from Hatha to Ashtanga, Yoga Santosha helps to foster a harmonious mind and spirit with every client through breathing techniques and invigorative practice. To find a class that works for you, head to yogasantosha.com and sign up. Use your CJSW Friends card and get 10% off 5 to 10 class cards and studio membership. To view the full listing of friends and pick up your own Friends card along the way, visit cjsw.com forward slash friends.
Are you ready to break some barriers? Momentum is an inclusive and supportive nonprofit that provides life-changing learning to Calgarians on lower incomes. Learn how to build a business, manage your finances, or get started in the trades with their no-cost and low-cost programs. Build lasting gains in your workplace skill sets and personal finances. For more information, visit Momentum.org and contact their welcome team. Momentum. Life-changing learning. Gains that last. It takes a lot to graduate from university, and the best just keep on working. Do you know a UCalgary graduate who deserves to be recognized? An alum who inspires and illuminates the world around them by making it a better place? Let it be known by nominating them for one of six categories of the UCalgary Alumni Association Arch Awards. Help University of Calgary graduates, leaders, and innovators receive the recognition they deserve. Send in your nominations by March 3rd at ucalgary.ca slash arch-awards.
you're tuned in to Mint Condition on CJSW 90.9 FM. That was a new one by Alka called Make Me, um, recently announced on her forthcoming album yesterday, or I think it was announced on Wednesday, sometime this week, um, Prism of Pleasure. Uh, it's going to be very sensual, very fitting that it was announced on Valentine's Day, so yes, Wednesday. And uh, Alka is just like oozing coolness. That track is so much fun, and uh, I just feel like she gets better and better. It's going to be her debut album, so definitely be on the lookout for that. And I know I'm going to be giving it lots of love here on the show. I love more femme DJs. Um, And yeah, that one will be coming out on Ninja Tune. Um, We had Patrick Holland out of Montreal with 69. Um, A new mix that just dropped, as well as some stuff from Lights and Felix Hartel with Feel Less. We had Cree with Silhouettes off of his album Miracles. Um, this was the recent Amtrak remix, um, who was also featured on the original as well, but uh, he's been putting out some reworkings. And then we had Craft Spells with uh, Changing Faces, remixed by Aime. Hope you're having a lovely morning. We're about 40 minutes now here into the show. This is my first time ever using CDJs. Usually I have like a controller. I mean, I've used CG- CDJs before, but I've never done the show with CDJs, so... Making uh, making moves here in mid-condition, improving my skills. But uh, yeah, bear with me. I'll probably make a few mistakes here and there, but I'm having fun regardless. 403-220-3991. This is going to be a track by Alicia called Oh Please. Oh, please, leave me alone. I'm sure it's not me. 
mark me be parking up the wrong tree Last week I took a loss and the loss was completely The other week I got some pop 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 punch
This is the BBC News. Every weekday morning on CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary. 
Hello, I'm Moira Alderson with the BBC News. Prison officials in Western Siberia say the leading Kremlin critic, Alexei Navalny, has died in jail. He was 47. Mr Navalny was serving a lengthy prison term on numerous charges, including extremism, which had been universally condemned as trumped up. Here's our Russia editor, Steve Rosenberg. According to the Russian prison service, Alexei Navalny felt unwell following a walk inside the penal colony and then lost consciousness. In a statement, the prison service claims that prison medical staff were immediately on the scene and that an ambulance was called. The statement adds that an attempt was made to revive Mr Navalny, but the prisoner was declared dead. A charismatic protest leader and anti-corruption crusader, Alexei Navalny fell foul of the Kremlin long ago. In 2020, in Siberia, he was poisoned with a nerve agent and airlifted to Germany, but survived. He claimed the Kremlin had tried to kill him. On his return to Russia in 2021, he was arrested and jailed. Mr Navalny was seen as President Vladimir Putin's most vociferous critic and was a thorn in the side of the Kremlin for many years. Paul Adams looks back at his life. For years, Alexei Navalny was a thorn in the side of the Kremlin. A lawyer by training, he started out as an anti-corruption blogger. But he shot to prominence in 2011 during protests over parliamentary elections tainted by allegations of fraud. The demonstrations were the largest Russia had seen for years. Navalny was arrested, suddenly emerging as a significant opposition figure. His charismatic presence on the streets soon made him a regular target of the authorities. Alexei Navalny leaves behind a wife, daughter and son and a country where opposition has been utterly stifled. Speaking at the Munich Security Conference, NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg has said he's deeply saddened and concerned about the reports of Alexei Navalny's death. He added that Russia had very serious questions to answer. The BBC's chief international correspondent, Liz Doucette, is at the conference and has been following the international reaction. Jens Stoltenberg, he of course is a leading figure at this Munich security conference and his response will very much be echoed by so many attending this uh, conference. The news shot like a bolt of electricity inside the halls and we've heard that a minute's silence has already been observed. In other news, a spokesman for a brigade sent to reinforce Ukrainian troops holding out against a Russian onslaught on the eastern town of Avdivka has said the situation is worse than in Bakhmut, a town that fell to the Russians last May after one of the fiercest battles of the war. Russian forces have been making gains in a town that they've been trying to capture for months. You're listening to World News from the BBC. There are reports that Egypt is setting up a buffer area on its side of the border with Gaza in case an Israeli ground offensive in Rafah takes place and causes a large number of Palestinians to try to flee. Egypt has denied making any such preparations, but three security sources have said that a desert area with some basic facilities has been prepared. Satellite images taken in the past few days show what appears to be the building of a large buffer zone and wall. The head of UN peacekeeping operations has warned that the conflict in the Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo is becoming a regional war with what he called multiple interferences from neighbours. Jean-Pierre Lacroix said this had to stop because of the alarming humanitarian consequences. Julian Bedford has more. At the turn of the millennium, Congo was at the heart of what became known as Africa's World War. Forces from nine other countries joined a conflict in which more than five million people are believed to have died. 
there's clearly alarm in the UN that the enduring struggle for Congo's mineral riches and the unresolved ethnic tensions in Central Africa could again spiral into something more serious. Troops from six other countries have at some time been deployed and yet the advances of the Rwanda-backed rebels, the M23, continues. Julian Bedford reporting. Senegalese opposition parties, the West African political grouping ECOWAS and the European Union have all urged President Macky Sall to heed a ruling that his plans to delay the presidential election by 10 months are unconstitutional. Mr Sall has not yet responded. South African police have recorded an average of 84 murders a day between October and December in what a government minister described as a concerning deterioration in security. The embattled police minister said he was especially disturbed by rises in both gang-related murders and mob lynchings. BBC News. CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary broadcasts the latest world updates from the BBC at 7, 8 and 9 every weekday morning. You're tuned in to Mint Condition on CGSW 90.9 FM, broadcasting in Calgary on Tree 7 Land. My name is Jess, the host of this program, and uh, we're in the second hour of the show. Um, time is flying by real fast. I think it's just because of my anxiety using CDJs and not being familiar with them as much as I am my safety blanket that is a controller, even though they're kind of the same thing, but whatever. Don't come for me. Try my best. (laughs) And uh, getting over the irrational fears, Um, which is what I love about having this program and radio in general is that I can just kind of practice (laughs) while serving you the best music I can. Um, But like, where else would I be able to kind of get comfortable and um, useful (laughs) with CDJs? Those things are expensive. They're not very accessible. I do say so myself. Um, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Last track before the BBC News was Glimgy Without Cold, a really cool hyper-pop producer um, who I've been kind of listening to, I think, ever since he did a remix of a Phoebe Bridger song, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, really cool. I, Jordan, with Real Hot and Naughty, played this one on the show before, but I really just cannot get enough of it. <laughs> um, I, Jordan, will be coming out with a new album called I Am Jordan, which is a celebration of trans and queer joy. Uh, the track also had Felix Mufti on vocals, who is from Sex Education, which is a really cool show. I'm addicted to it. I uh, binge watch every season. It's so good. And uh, it's even worth a rewatch, to be honest. It's that good of a show. So yeah, check it out if you haven't yet. Uh, we had Mr. Useless, which was a new one from Shy Girl and S.G. Lewis. Kind of cool to see these two team up uh, with Shy Girl making bangers after bangers. And uh, I would almost consider it to be like more experimental electronic music. And S.G. Lewis for me is more funk, disco inspired. So uh, for some reason it just it works. <laughs> I can't explain why. It just does. Um, Pink Pantherist with Pain it was a Deep House remix. Some Cashew and Thickier with I Don't Want to Rush and Just Like You off of Seeing is Believing, a little bit of compilations so with some electronic artists. So I played two from that comp. Um, and then starting off the set was Alicia with Oh Please. Uh, we're going to get into a track here 
by uh, Post Malone, <laughs> Fall Apart. I ta- I've talked about this song before on the show. It was last month, I think, um, where I was like, this is my favorite Post Malone song ever. And uh, I found a Midnight Dance Party remix. So I don't know. This is a good song. If, uh, you know, it's a Friday night, I know it's a Friday morning, but bear with me here. A Friday night, you're getting ready to go out, maybe to Shuffle Club or something fun, and you put this on. This track gets me hyped. Um, the last kind of remix that I found of it was not uh, as as good as this one is. So I was like, you know what? This is warranted to throw it on the show. And plus, I just, I love this album. I love this song. I never get sick of it. So... Yeah, I hope you're okay with me spinning some throwback Post Malone once again. (laughs) And um, yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or love that you want to send my way, 403-220-3991 is uh, the the number. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to end up next. We're just... We're just spinning some fun tracks. Um, lots of new stuff that's been out, especially on Ninja Tune. I think I'm going to play another track by um, Salute, uh, who I'm a huge fan of. And we'll talk more about that on the next break. Let's just get to some more music.
Need a ride. 
track is called Petal Nocturne by Content Onique, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, again, full track listing on cgsw.com. If you go and look at the program mint condition. Um, and also, if you missed any of the show, since we're a little over halfway through now, you can check it out there or on the CGSW app afterwards. So, highly recommend that. Uh, we had Can't Touch This, which was an MC Hammer flip by Nye. Um, shout out, I'm going to expose Tyra <laughs> um, for saying the other day, she's the host of daytime television. Why is MC Hammer the most famous for his pants and not for his blazer? Were people really wearing blazers like MC Hammer was back in the day? I don't know. I'll leave that up to you to decide. <laughs> um, but yeah, love MC Hammer. I think <laughs> that song is a classic, but Nye really does make it better. <laughs> um, DJ Planet Express with UMI, a great Canadian producer out of Toronto. We had Scooter with Posse, I Need You on the Floor. Uh, this was a hard duck edit of the track, probably my favorite find of the week. We had Stace Cadet with Lost um, and Salute with System out on Ninja Tune. Uh, Salute is honestly the coolest and deserves more love. And if you're not familiar with this artist, it's probably because they don't get booked for as many shows as they should. Um, but part of that reason is that they refuse and have um, essentially a rule that they won't play on a festival or a show without 50% of the lineup being either part of the LGBTQ community or BIPOC. Um, and I respect that. And clearly, if we're seeing a little bit of a lack of bookings from Salute based on that rule, I think it means that there's some festivals and shows out there that need to do some work so we can see Salute more and also be more representative of the community and uh, people who are doing really cool things and don't have the same access to opportunities. So much respect to Salute. Um, and I hope we see more of them on the Summer Festival circuit this year. I'm going to be on the lookout. I'm excited. Um, and then we had Post Malone with I Fall Apart. Midnight Dance Party Remix. Original track off of, I think it was his debut album, Stony. So that was the full set there here on Mint Condition. I'm going to listen to the rest of this track. And then I'm going to play some new stuff from Taishi. Taishi? I think it's Taishi. Um, and I've been following this artist for a long time, so it's cool to see them back with a brand new single. I'm excited to play it just for you here on the show. 403-220-3991.
The annual Sled Island Music and Arts Festival is back June 19th through 23rd. Experience five days of music, comedy, film, and art in diverse venues across Calgary, Alberta. Featuring New York experimental hardcore trio Show Me the Body as guest curator, incisive Chicago rapper Mick Jenkins, Los Angeles indie rockers Cherry Glazer, genre-bending rap artist Carrie Foe, Montreal-based hip-hop trio Planet Giza, 70s Zamrock revivalist Witch, renowned soundscape composer Laurel Halo, British electronic producer Forest Swords, and in post-punk three-piece Wombo, Philadelphia hardcore punk group Soul Glow, and many more. Plus, there's over 150 artists still to be announced. Check out the current lineup and get your passes and tickets now at SledIsland.com.
This is the BBC News. Every weekday morning on CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary. Hello, this is Julie Candler with the BBC News. Prison officials in western Siberia say the leading Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny has died in jail. He was 47. Mr Navalny was serving a lengthy prison term on numerous charges, including extremism, which were widely considered trumped up. From Moscow, here's our Russia editor, Steve Rosenberg. According to the Russian prison service, Alexei Navalny felt unwell following a walk inside the penal colony and then lost consciousness. In a statement, the prison service claims that prison medical staff were immediately on the scene and that an ambulance was called. The statement adds that an attempt was made to revive Mr Navalny, but the prisoner was declared dead. A charismatic protest leader and anti-corruption crusader, Alexei Navalny fell foul of the Kremlin long ago. In 2020, in Siberia, he was poisoned with a nerve agent and airlifted to Germany, but survived. He claimed the Kremlin had tried to kill him. On his return to Russia in 2021, he was arrested and jailed. Alexei Navalny's wife, Yulia, has made a dramatic appeal at the Munich Security Conference for the international community to unite to help punish Russia. Visibly moved, she told an audience of dignitaries in Germany that the reports of her husband's death had so far only come from the Russian state, but that if true, President Putin and his government had to be held responsible. She was given a standing ovation. You all know that we can't really believe to Putin and Putin's government. They're always lying. But if that's true, I know that Putin and all his allies, all his friends, all his government know that they would be responsible, they would be held responsible for what they have done with our country, with my husband and with our people. And this day would come sooner than you think. The US vice president said Mr Navalny's death, if confirmed, would be a further sign of President Putin's brutality. Kamala Harris told the Munich Security Conference that Russia was responsible. Sentiments echoed by the head of the European Council, Charles Michel, and Ukraine's president, Volodymyr Zelensky. Obviously, he was killed by Putin, like thousands of others who have been tormented and tortured because of this one person. Putin does not care who dies as long as he retains his position. And that is why he must be held accountable for what he has done. The French president, Emmanuel Macron, expressed anger, saying that in Russia, free spirits were sent to the Gulag and condemned to death. In a terse statement, Russia's foreign ministry criticised Western accusations that the Kremlin was responsible for his death. World News from the BBC. There are reports that Egypt is setting up a buffer area on its side of the border with Gaza in case an Israeli ground offensive in Rafah takes place and causes a large number of Palestinians to try to flee. Egypt has denied making any such preparations. Cairo has said that any move to force Palestinians into the Sinai Desert would be completely unacceptable. Paul Adams is in Jerusalem. The satellite images have shown that ground is being prepared, walls are going up and an Egyptian human rights organisation called the Sinai Foundation for Human Rights has issued a report in which they say that this is preparations for a possible mass exodus from the Gaza Strip in the event of an Israeli assault on Rafah. 
Medical sources in Israel say two people have died in a shooting attack. Four others were wounded. They'd been at a bus stop in the south of the country. Police said the attacker opened fire after arriving in a vehicle. They say he was shot and killed by a civilian at the scene. The head of the UN UN peacekeeping has urged neighbouring countries to stop interfering in the conflict in the east of the Democratic Republic of Congo, warning of the alarming humanitarian consequences. Jean-Pierre Lacroix called for an urgent resumption of political negotiations to prevent a continuation of the downward spiral that's forced tens of thousands from their homes. At least six countries have already deployed troops in support of either the Congolese government or the Rwanda-backed M23 rebels. South African police recorded an average of 84 murders a day between October and December in what a government minister described as a concerning deterioration in security. South Africa has one of the world's highest murder rates and its rampant crime is sure to be a leading issue in elections this year. That's the latest news from the BBC. CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary broadcasts the latest world updates from the BBC at 7, 8 and 9 every weekday morning. Hansi, Ani, bonjour, hello. This is composer Andrew Balfour inviting you to experience Ispichiwin, a musical journey bridging cultures and perspectives. It is both a personal journey and evocative testament to the transformative power of music. This recording features Calgary's luminous voices with the incredible Jessica McMahon and Walter McDonald Whitebear on flutes. It is my hope that this album deepens our understanding of Indigenous storytelling. Ispichiwin is available now wherever you listen to music. Flowers line the steps of our Toronto's Moon River is back in town for Block Heater, and you're lucky enough to have the opportunity to see this multifaceted supergroup live. Moon River makes music laced with sweetly reverberating guitar slides, wonky strings, and simple percussive environments. Check out this trippy and wholly inviting experience Thursday, February 15th at Festival Hall. Find out more info on calgaryfolkfest.com or head to eventbrite.com to get your tickets now.
You're tuned in to Mint Condition on CJSW. This is a track by Noah Went and Timestagram with Damage. Uh, we heard Click Click before that, uh, as well as some new stuff from Caroline Polacek with Coma. This is off of Desire Want to Turn Into You, the Ever Asking Edition, uh, with some bonus tracks um, that uh, I love from Caroline, including Dang, which has been popping off everywhere. I've never seen a bonus track just pop off the way Caroline can make a bonus track pop off. But I think it's because every song she writes is good, and it kind of stands on an album of its own, to be honest. Um, but yeah, that was a cool one. Standout for me from the slew of new ones. Um, we had Owl's Gang Gang with Pinky Doll's Palace. That's a little bit of a weird one. I feel like it was sampling um, this kind of TikTok trend that's been going around uh, with people going on lives and you get essentially these little gifts and you have to act out these sayings and say them over and over and over again every time somebody gifts you money through TikTok, which is also just a bizarre um, phenomenon to me. I don't know if I would call it a phenomenon, but it is a bizarre thing that uh, I feel like the days of spending money on apps was like the Candy Crush era, if you remember that. And now it's on TikTok and it's almost as a way to like control these influencers to do things for them. It's very bizarre. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are making a lot of money through TikTok. So if that's you, um, as I say, get the bag as always. Um, but it's kind of cool that this DJ turned that trend into this banging track that I've been quite enjoying and also find it a little bit funny. Um, we had Skymane with Makeba and a new one from Taishi with QQ. Um, yeah, I think that's all I played. I don't think I'm forgetting anything. The BBC News always throws me off when it's in the middle of a set. <laughs> but if I am, I will make sure the full track listing is up on cjsw.com. Well, we just kicked off this Noah Went track, so let's listen to the rest of it. We only have a little bit of time left in the show together, so uh, keep it locked on the FM dial. Call or text me, um, preferably text, because I'm using the CDJs right now for the first time, and uh, multitasking in this way is new to me. So um, thank you, everybody, for the words of encouragement and the love. I'm really feeling it this morning, as I do every Friday. I expect nothing less. Um, CJSW listeners are the best. 403-220-3991. Let's continue on with the music.
All right, we're coming up to the last few minutes of the show. Hope you've been enjoying it so far. Three hours is a long time, so uh, whenever you were able to join me, I appreciate it, whether it's in the very beginning or smack dab middle in the show. Um, it's a great time, nonetheless, and so happy to have you here. So thank you, um, especially as we navigated Jess's first time on the CDJs. Well, I mean, I've used a CDJ before, but never here in the booth on the radio. It's a little bit nerve-wracking. Um, so yeah, thank you for <laughs> being with me for that uh, new phase of the show. And uh, I hope you liked what I spun and the tracks that I played, which you can all see on CGSW.com, where you can listen back to the rest of the episode on the handy-dandy CGSW app, where you can also listen live now. So I hope a lot of you folks out there are tuning in right now using the CGSW app, because that was a pretty rad upgrade, if I do say so myself. Um, what are we listening to right now? Uh, this is Drazit with Ignition. Um, we had Deadly Alive Teenage Trance before that. So Dan One Danger with Iran. Cool Skrillex flip. Um, it was a shifter remix of Way Back featuring Pink Panthers and Trippy Red. Uh, and we also had Noah Went and Timstagram with Damage. I think I said Timestagram last time, but I'm pretty sure the right pronunciation is Timstagram. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Bass heavy track, all the fun stuff. And then we also had Manolo with Click Click before that. So a little bit of a shorter set before I sign off and say adios. Um, yeah, I hope you have a lovely rest of your weekend. Go check out some live music. Maybe uh, hit up some block heater. Or maybe just go into the mountains and escape for a little bit. That's always a good plan, too. So many things you can do on this weekend. And uh, if you want to keep up with the show, you can do so at, at midcondition underscore TJSW is where you can find me or at Jess Arcand. I use both. Um, I'm a social media addict. What can I say? Um, after this track, we're going to hear uh, Hair Grun by Palestoni. I think is how you pronounce it. Um, definitely Berlin. <laughs> Berlin AF. <laughs> um, but I am obsessed with the next track. Like, I needed to end it off on a banger high note. So I'm really excited to play that track after this one. Um, this one's great too. But I'm just like building the anticipation for you. <laughs> Anyways, two tracks to end off the show. Post-Apocalyptic is right up next. So uh, give some love to Atia and stay on CJSW so you can catch all the post-punky goodness um, leading on into the rest of the Friday programming, which I'm excited to listen to. So you should be too. Um, if you want to say farewell to me, I just see a few texts coming in. 403-220-3991. I'll still be here in the booth for a few minutes spinning these last two tracks, but I just wanted to sign off and say farewell and stay safe and have a lovely weekend. And I love you so much. Okay, bye.
CJSW presents Black History Month, featuring Willie O'Ree. You were born on October 15, 1935, in Fredericton, New Brunswick. Although being legally blind in your right eye, on January 18, 1958, you became the first black player in the National Hockey League for the Boston Bruins, playing a total of 45 games. Having to deal with racial oppression and a physical disability that you kept in secret, you never lost hope nor spirit. Since 1988, you have been the Director of Youth Development and Ambassador for the NHL's Diversity Program, along with being inducted as a Builder in the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2018. Today, on this day, Willie O'Ree, we commemorate you. to attract the latest in technological and groundbreaking business ideas? Why do some succeed and others for all the right rhetoric, the correct buzzwords, promises and bureaucratic investments fail? Why San Francisco? How has it leveraged creative clusters of artists, designers and other idea luminaries over time to establish a history of distinctiveness, understanding, inclusiveness, and other intangibles that drive ideas and change and growth. Wish I was in San Francisco Crossing the Golden Gate With the sun just breaking through the fog Splashing color everywhere A city that first grew in size in an 1800s gold rush, an implosion of cultures and immigrants.
1940s, Madeline Gleason started the Festival of Poetry in a small gallery on Gough Street. She is quoted as saying, Reading aloud provides the ear with the poem's music. It gave a venue to what became known as the San Francisco Renaissance. In 1949, radio station KFPA became the first community-supported radio station in the United States of America. It broadcast from Berkeley, across the San Francisco Bay. It was founded by a pacifist poet and journalist, Lewis Hill. Then philosopher and poet Alan Watts was a regular on KFPA from the 1940s to the 1970s. This morning I was discussing the joke of death. And the principal point that I was making was that death and life, or that is to say, in other words, the interval and the event, death being the interval between events, between one appearance and another of human beings in the same way as winter is the interval between the appearance of the leaves in spring and their disappearance in the fall. October 7th, 1955, the Sixth Gallery reading featured Kenneth Rexroth, Gary Snyder and Allen Ginsberg, among others. It was seen as the beginning of the recognition of the Beat Generation. Prose author Jack Kerouac, author and bookstore owner and poet Lawrence Ferlinghetti, jazz innovators like Dave Brubeck, comedians like Lenny Bruce. I wrote a song called On the Road. I'm just reading what I wrote all night. There are better things coming than what I wrote all night. Straight from the mind to the voice, with no hand intervening. Left New York, 1949 To go across the country without a dead blame dime In Montana in the cold, cold fall Found my father in a gambling hall Father, father, where have you been? You've been where the worst since his only ten Dear son, he said Don't worry about me about to die of the bluesy. San Francisco has a long history as being a standard bearer for people's sexual rights, inclusion, and tolerance. Not without resistance. Indeed, Harvey Milk, who was the first openly gay elected official in California, was assassinated. Yet as one San Francisco chronicler wrote, the worst of times in San Francisco was still better than the best of times anywhere else. 
somewhere in Des Moines or San Antonio, there's a young gay person who all of a sudden realizes that she or he is gay, knows that if the parents find out, they'll be tossed out of the house, the classmates would taunt the child, and the Anita Bryans and John Briggs are doing their bit on TV, and that child had several options, staying in a closet, suicide, and then one day that child might open a paper and it says homosexual elected in San Francisco and there are two new options. The option is to go to California. <laughs> stay in San Antonio and fight. Two days after I was elected, I got a phone call and the voice was quite young. It was from Altoona, Pennsylvania. And the person said, thanks. And you've got to elect gay people so that that young child and the thousands upon thousands like that child know that there's hope for a better world. There's hope for a better tomorrow. Without hope, not only gays, but those blacks and the Asians and the disabled and the seniors, the us's, the us's without hope yeses give up. I know that you cannot live on hope alone, but without it, life is not worth living. And you, and you, and you, you've got to give them hope. Thank you very much. In the mid-1960s, the cheap old Victorian housing in the Haight-Ashbury district of San Francisco drew thousands of youth and was referred to as the cultural epicenter of LSD-inspired artistic expression, musical culture defined by groups like Country Joe and the Fish and the Grateful Dead, musical venues like the Fillmore West and the Avalon Ballroom, featured light shows like Liquid Light and the Joshua Light Show, and advertised with elaborate Art Deco-style posters and handbills by Stanley Mouse and other graphic artists and tradesmen. Perhaps it is this ability of the past to engage disruptive artistic theology that challenges the status quo. San Francisco and nearby San Jose created the Silicon Valley, where big tech companies and startups compete for the next big idea, the next link in the digital world of the 21st century. FM in Calgary. Radio that's gotta go fast!
Hello, hello, hello. This is CHSW 9.9 FM broadcasting in True Seven Land. My name is Atia and this is Post Punk Lyptic, the show where I get to discuss all the fun nitty gritty facts related to some of our favorite post punk and new wave esque artists. The track you just heard was from the band Night Lunch and they have this album called Fire in the in the Rose Garden with a cover that is pretty much exactly what you would want it to look like. And this track was I Think You Love Her More Than I Do, which is a painfully realistic statement. But without further ado, we're going to keep going with this deep dive segment for today, which concerns the band of more artists, uh, Nina Hagen. Um, for those of you who may have heard, Nina Hagen, uh, her full name is Katrina Hagen. Um, is a German singer, songwriter, slash actress. And as most of her work is in German, you get to listen to me slaughter all the pronunciations, but it's going to be a fun time. Um, she was best known for her sort of theatrical vocals and sort of rise to prominence in the German punk movement um, in like the late 70s, early 80s. And also she's sort of loosely known as the godmother of like German punk um, she was born and raised in formerly East Berlin in the, the German Democratic Republic at the time. And her career began as an actress in a bunch of places, uh, specifically because her mother was also an actress at the same time. They sort of like she entered the field as a child actress, but she would then go on to create and join a band by the name of Automobile and would release the single Du Haus den Faben Vergeisen. And um, this single was actually really well received at the time, but um, due to just everything going on around uh, Berlin and Germany at the time, it was generally just a very weird time to be a band. Um, after the fact that her stepfather's German citizenship got withdrawn, she had to move to ha Hamburg where she would get a record deal from CBS and also form her own band that is named the Nina Hagen Band and release a self-titled in 1978 um, that would go on to be very successful. It would sell over 20, 250,000 copies and they would only release another album, uh, Unben Hagen, uh, in before they broke up in 1979. So this band only really lasted a few years. We're going to keep talking about Nina Hagen and what they're doing, but we're going to keep going with some music. This is the drum, the beat, and this is from the band Outer World. But thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, if you have any questions, cons, concerns, queries, or compliments, please feel free to call or text at 432203991. We're finding social media. We can have a fun conversation about the godmother of German punk.
crew on the trains that shut overhead banks. Thorax and eggs, this is not a parade. Tell them into the cushion like you gotta do. Oh, we got to, got to, got to, got to move. This is not a parade, it's just another fine day. Well, we 